0: Hello, welcome back to The Hush. My name is Debbie and my name is Shreya. Today we have a very special guest here with us. Her name is Ashia and in case you had an already guessed, we also met her at the conference back in New York. Um, So <laughs> Ashia, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hi guys, my name is Ashia Kelly. I'm from Long Island, New York and today I will be here to talk about food insecurity and waste throughout America and the world
2: wonderful so so, um, at the conference like for a little bit of context um, at the conference on the last day there was this kind of project showcase and Ashia uh, built this really nice little billboard explaining about this food insecurity problem and her passion for it and basically she has a little project so if you could explain that a little bit
1: So basically, um, Long Island is really known for having food, major food insecurity issues and food waste issues. I will drive past um, grocery stores and I'll literally see these grocery stores throwing out boxes and boxes of unused, perfectly good food. And I'm like, I ride on the streets. I see people homeless. I like people. Some kids go to sleep without having meals. And we're throwing out food like this is a waste. We need there's something needs to change. So, my church has um, teamed up with Island Harvest and Long Island Cares. These are two food banks basically, and they partner with a bunch of stores such as like Shoprite, Walmart, Whole Foods, all these stores, and they donate all of the unused food at the end of the day that they would throw out to Island Cares, Island Harvest, and Long Island Cares. And then they have a list of food pantries and churches that they will donate their food to. So you would go twice a week, you would go pick up food, and you would come back to your community and distribute to the community. I believe, like, this is such, like, a good way of nipping, like, food insecurity in the bud because you need to start with your community before you can help anywhere else. So there's a whole process. Do the... Due to the, sorry, (laughs) due to the pandemic, we've done things a little differently. Um, We used to have a food distribution every month and everybody would come to the church, come pick up their boxes and we would kind of turn it into like they were shopping at a store rather than, oh, this is your food, this is your name, just so like we can give them some sense of dignity so they don't feel like it's a handout. So they feel like, you know, they belong there, they deserve to get the food that they need. So we basically kind of turned it into a store. Everyone comes in, they pick things off the shelf, then they go to their bench, they pick up their box of food, they leave, they come back next month. But due to the pandemic, people lost their jobs and we also had to have social distancing and be safe due to COVID. So we had everybody come every week now on Fridays to the church and they would line up to their cars and we would already pre-make boxes with perishable foods or like fresh produce, meat, cereals, all that, we would put it in boxes and hand out to the people in the community so they can have something to eat every week since they lost their jobs, might not be able to afford food or may not have the mask or anything to go out and buy food. So that's kind of one way that we here on Long Island tried to help food insecurity and waste. That's
0: amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah,
2: I think that's really like a great way to help out your community. <clears throat> I'm not sure if there's anything in my area that does that. Um, like we do have uh this like it's pretty famous. It's called Sacred Heart, and it's another like um food distribution place like yours. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if they're active during the pandemic right now. But I know that that's one place that's been doing the same thing for like this kind of Bay Area local community. Yeah. So that's just how you know that it's
1: kind of like a global or national problem. Issue, yeah, that like people are hungry. And everyone thinks that people are hungry have to be like homeless living on the street. That's not true. Like Mm -hmm. people can live in their homes, pay their bills, and not have any money left over for food. Mm -hmm. So being hungry doesn't necessarily mean you're homeless at all. And I think it's different than, because you know when we're in school and they're like, bring in a box of food and they'll give you something, like, special. They always just do that in my elementary school. That's different. Like, we were like, oh, we're doing a good deed. Like, we're donating food to the hungry. It's different when you're giving the food to the person one-on-one and you see, like, the impact that this food is having on the family and how much they need it.
0: Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah. So, I don't know, um... (laughs) I don't know like what the rules are in New York, but I know here in California at least, like a lot of these big like retail stores, like Whole Foods and Safeway and all that, um, the food that they do throw out, they make sure it doesn't go to other people because of like like rules they have in place because they don't want to be held accountable for like lawsuits or diseases it spreads, and um, I know also in like San Francisco they like they're really coming down on people that just go around and give people food. Because I know like a while back, um, I tried to do something with a group of people where we went and gave like food to homeless in San Francisco. But it's like a such a big problem that like police have really like doubled down on it. So um, would you say like that's something in New York as well? Or was like that something that the organizations that your church works with got passed?
1: Yes. It actually is a big issue because there have been instances before where people would go to collect the food and then they would keep it stored for so long and it would become old and then people would be giving these people old food so they began to hold like the churches and the pantries accountable for that so now what before we give out food like we check the dates and everything check check it out make sure it looks good before we distribute it to the people because it won't come back on the company it'll fall back on us and we can get our pantry shut down and who knows what else so
2: right um, so actually, I had this thought a while ago, because uh, once the pandemic started, like at the very beginning, I started to notice more and more tents uh, lined up against the highway, meaning that more and more people were homeless, right? And like you said, home being homeless necessarily doesn't mean, or not having food necessarily, like it doesn't mean that you're homeless, right? But I did notice like a bigger influx of people and tents on the highway. So I was just wondering, like if... Pantries are able to give out this food. Why can't restaurants do it?
1: I wonder that all the time. I know some restaurants in the city, in New York City, they do this. Um, Sometimes at the end of the day, they would take all the hot food that they prepared and they would distribute it to the homeless people. But I also feel like it comes back to a liability issue because Mm -hmm. nowadays you don't know who has an allergy. That's another thing. Like We have to check... Mm -hmm to see what has like peanuts and tree nuts and some of that because some people have severe allergies you don't know who has an allergy you don't know if something in the food could get someone sick so it always comes down sometimes to to like a liability issue because the restaurant wasn't doesn't want that to fall on them
2: Mm -hmm. yeah but i feel like a food insecurity problem like the solutions are so simple in a way in a in a sense they're so simple because it's just hand out food there's less there's more to go around than you think so just hand it out right yes but but then again like you said liability health issues um, just all that complications come into play too
1: i also feel like it comes down to the people who have money as well i read this article and it said that jeff bezos could buy everybody in america like a meal for a week and have them like stable with meals for a week and still be one of the richest men in America. And I'm just like that's always been mind boggling to me because mm-hmm. if you have all this money, you could like s- uh, supply people with this food. Why aren't we holding these people accountable for it? The government can like only do so much sometimes. Like sometimes it's us like we need to come together as people and help other people out that's and
2: I feel like I don't know like I mean obviously the American government is not doing a good job with this <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> um but one thing that really shocked me and kind of made me mad about like the whole how America is dealing with the pandemic is that um I know that this problem is like even without the pandemic is pretty bad but like with it came an escalation right um but uh what So kind of comparing countries, um, I know that in South Korea, once you get there, or like once everybody went in quarantine, the entire, the government issued an entire box full of food and nutritious, um, like drinks and stuff like that, just a whole shipping box full of it and shipped it out to every single house in the country just to supply them for at least, like, a few days, maybe, like, three to four days, just to last them for a little bit while they're, like, completely quarantining, right? Um, and then, um, sorry. Uh, and then, uh, wait, where was I? Yeah, so basically just comparing that to, like, the American government and what they're doing, which is just subsidies, like, a little bit, like, a hundred few dollars per family.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I also feel like you said nutritious drinks. It's another thing to supply people with a variety of healthy foods. Because we could just be giving out people like box goods and all this unhealthy junk. And we're like, oh, well, you know, they have food, so they're okay. No. These like we need to be giving them healthy foods, nutritious foods. So they can have the same opportunities to be healthy just like the rest of us. I feel like that's another big issue because we could say we're giving out food, but is it healthy? Is there a variety? Someone like, you don't want to eat the same thing every day. And I know, like, if you're hungry, you should be grateful, but, like, nobody wants to eat the same thing every day. And nobody wants Mm -hmm. to eat food and feel sluggish. No, you should be able to eat healthy foods, have energy, go out into the world, make something of yourself. And it literally starts with your health and your nutrition. Mm
0: -hmm. So... Yeah, I remember this year for our class, actually, we did like a research research report um, on like the correlation between your income, like which income bracket you fall in and the amount of healthy food you're eating. So like it took me a long time to realize this, but um, like a lot of. Poor income areas, they have like food pantries, right? And they tend to have more junk food just because that ends up being cheaper. And because all these companies yeah. that are making a lot of junk foods, it's like it's easy to produce. So it obviously, it's going to be cheaper. But I think um, another solution, rather than just distributing foods, is to come up with like a cheaper way to produce all these healthier foods. That way, people can buy it no matter like the money that they're making as well.
2: Yeah. And I think, like, I just thought of this as you mentioned, like, poor income families and having to eat fast food every day. Uh, like, as you know, America has one of the biggest obesity problems, right? And just, like, let's just talk about that for a second. And I feel like that that just stems from the poor income families having to eat fast foods, unhealthy foods, that, which leads yes. to obesity, which leads to health problems, which leads to earlier death rates and more... And then with the health problems, they need to be able to pay for medicine. And then
1: they can't pay for their food. It's it's mm-hmm. a cycle.
2: It's a it's positive a feedback loop. <laughs> and, yeah, I think that's just such a problem right now.
1: I feel like maybe we should find ways to start maybe local gardens that would donate. Because I know, I think it's Island Harvest one of them they have a garden and they you go you would go pick out the fresh produce bring it back to your pantry i feel like we need more of that all throughout america to give these people healthy meals to eat every day
2: wait that actually sounds like a really good solution to plant gardens of just like everything like every vegetable every fruit um yeah that's a really good solution (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like i mean besides that i can't really think of another one
1: i know it's so hard because we feel like we're so small we're only like 16 17 we're like what can we do but Mm -hmm. we could do a lot if we just i don't know put our minds together (laughs) and somehow try because honestly we need to see something change It's Mm -hmm. getting ridiculous. We're in a new decade, and we're, like, still dealing with some of the same problems we were dealing with a decade ago.
2: Yeah. And
1: I feel like those should have been resolved, so.
2: I mean, I feel like for us, the most we can do or... I mean, I guess you can start, like, a whole foundation or an organization to, like, help out, right? But besides that, for normal teenagers, um, <laughs> what you can do is just uh, go volunteer at, like, a local food pantry, local food, food, pantry. Um, food distribution place, uh, plant your own gardens, start, like, I know that some neighborhoods have, like, neighborhood watch, right? um so with that group of neighborhood watch people i guess they could start an initiative to plant like a community garden like you mentioned and i feel like that's 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 a start that's a very good start in my opinion
1: that's a start mm-hmm. the, change the change starts, change with, starts with you, you. <laughs> so, that is a start that
2: change matters <laughs> yeah okay um i think we've discussed pretty much the gist of food insecurity problems so with that thank you for
1: having me on your podcast (laughs) I know you guys Uh, are gonna do big
0: things (laughs) hope so um okay Uh, okay thank you Ashia for coming on our podcast today amazing hearing about your amazing project that you're doing um good luck with all of that and (laughs) thank you for all the amazing things you're doing um, so yeah, and with that, I,
1: yeah.
2: tune in next time to hear more about the unheard. Bye, 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 bye. thank bye. you for
1: having me.